Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Intellectual Podcast. We're just putting a little sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle of nuance in the polarizing <laughs> conversations of the internet. I'm Jem. And I'm Renee. And we are your hosts for today's conversation where we're going to... What are we doing? We're 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 going back to our little subject that we had about yes. love, and we're 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 talking about another component, Greek form. It's called ludus, mm-hmm. playtime, playful love. <laughs> playtime, <laughs> playtime. It's playful it is, love. It is true. Ludus flirting, yes. seduction. It brings a childlike innocence mm-hmm. to the beauty that is how we cultivate and express love with each other as yes. adults. So. We're going to we're going to talk about that. Yeah, I think it'll be um, I don't know. I think often, too, especially like in like these episodes that we talk about relationships and love and all that sorts of stuff. It can always it's always talked about like in a serious way, mm. I think, oftentimes, at least. And I know that we talk about it in a very serious way. We as do. well here because love is serious and people's emotions and feelings Man, are serious no, and we should make that take shit so serious, serious consideration <laughs> but i think sometimes we can forget how fun uh love can be and exist not even just love but that kind of space of existing in um I guess Ludus literally is what we'll be talking yeah. about um so i think it'll be fun we sometimes forget in yes. dealing with very serious and lofty mm-hmm. relationship things. Right, right. That relationships also are really fun and it's really like <laughs> right. enjoyable exactly. hanging out with another person that you can yeah. have sex with and that is mm-hmm. really like into you. Like right. hanging out with a person that you're attracted to and that's attracted to you and it's right. mutual and you understand that shit. Whew, Amazing. Chef's kiss, baby. That's what like, we want. I love I, I, I love it. And how do how do we get here? How do how do we keep that energy alive? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, flirting and playing and having a good time mm-hmm. so fucking easy when yes. shit's starting out. But over the the term, yes, we start to forget when we have to do about like bills and mm-hmm. children and oh God. yeah, right, <laughs> bills, the, the not weight, the mortgage, like, bills. Oh fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my gosh, like, you know, you know, like when life happens, it's yes, hard to remember that this is all just a game. We're experimenting mm-hmm. with life. Life mm-hmm. doesn't really. Oh wow, that's very nice. It's all just a game. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? Like, like now, like life, the experience of living, <laughs> yeah. is kind of innocuous yeah so why do we take it so serious because of capitalism but that's right. neither here nor there yeah how do we bring it back mm-hmm. how no. do we bring it back how do we bring that love back you had a good fucking time you were doing that shit do you want to talk about that is that yeah. weird to talk about i mean i won't talk about it too much in detail sure, out of sure, respect sure. for myself right but respect for myself i'm dead um but i actually was going to oh, mention disrespectful to yourself People know. Come on, this I is mean, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to share, but I don't know how much details I, I mean, want to share. That's up to you, Jesus um, Christ. But I actually was going to mention because I don't know if you remember or if people who listen to our uh, New Year's episode, um, I mentioned that one of my ends for this year yeah. was flirting with my boyfriend more. Let's go. Um, and I feel like I am succeeding in that 1000%. Matt and I went on a little couples weekend trip to Big Bear um, and it was during Valentine's Valentine's week essentially. Mm, This was their Valentine's Um, celebration. Yes, exactly. And sort of our two year celebration since we didn't do too much for our two year. When's Um, your guys' actual anniversary? um, 
our two like our our two year anniversary. Just your anniversary. It's gonna be the same. It's your anniversary. It's the it's January 9th. So it's right after it's right after New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope it's not gonna be different for the fire. I know it wouldn't be, (laughs) naturally. Um so, anyways, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time because I think uh the focus for this trip was less, and this is something that Matt and I can really tend to do is talk about the seriousness of a relationship and yeah, like you guys are hella deep we definitely as two big overthinkers people who can be in their heads etc who you know we can tend to like focus so much on the seriousness of the relationship that it can be hard to pull ourselves out of it and to just kind of enjoy the relationship and i think this weekend was a really great time where we got to do that and we played fun games and let's just say we didn't leave the cabin very often there you so go. <laughs> that's Honestly, what happened i love the implications yes you're very good at giving them nothing yes but like everything that they need <laughs> right you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i know the truth <laughs> yes. i'm not gonna say shit it's not my business it's not my business but i got the whole four <laughs> The three six five, the uh-huh. you know the Disney. What is it? The four hundred one, the five hundred one. Yeah. What is it? The four one one. I got the whole four one one. Yes, and yes. it was a great yeah moment. I'm proud of y'all. Yes, good shit. Me dog. too. Good Me too. fucking shit. That being motherfucking said, we haven't met in a month. Yes. damn near and a lot of shit has been going in both on. of our lives no yeah. it's like in the world like yeah oh, in, in both world. of our lives sure oh, but yes, like yes, yes. in the world like shit has been going down there's been a lots of uh internet uh happenings have you for um, sure i think this might be relevant today's conversation okay uh, did you hear about the love the love is blind situation oh oh, <laughs> oh my god i'm so happy you brought this up because i meant to bring that up and i forgot and do you I'm watch so love is ha- blind i do okay, okay this is the, this is the sure. thing i'm so curious i haven't watched it since the second season mm. because i just kind of got bored with it and then i listened to a podcast that they recap the love is blind and just hearing them recap it i'm like these people are tragic. The relationships mm. aren't believable. And it's like everyone. And They're then just I, on it because of the hype now. Yeah. It was just like, I just wasn't into it anymore. I was kind of disappointed with like kind of how it was going. I tuned into this season because I just heard it was like crazy good. Yeah. And when I, t- let me tell you, I, uh, at literally at work, we were literally on the TV, had mm. it on at work while we were helping. Wow. Customers. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, well, we had already watched it, but more of my co Anyways, we're obsessed with it mm-hmm. right now. And um, it's wild. Also, love is not blind, for sure. <laughs> for this season, for sure, love was not blind. No. And, no. you know, I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to yeah. have to say it because say it. it needs to be freaking said. Do it. Do what you got to do. The experiment, mm-hmm. the name of the show, Yeah, love is blind. We don't care how you look. Yes. We shouldn't care how you look. That's it defeats the purpose to even imply uh-huh. how you look. But, right, right, right. But but what do they do? <laughs> but if you're going to tell me how you look, mm-hmm. don't lie to me. Don't compare yourself to literally one of the hottest sex symbols of our modern day times. You know, <laughs> come on. Come on. And two, as a man, don't believe that right. shit. First of all, you need to tailor expectations. Right. That man, what's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Horny as hell. I don't know what he was doing, but 
You see, that's the thing. Love yeah. is blind, right? You have you're creating this fantasy in your uh -huh. head about this person, uh -huh. and you like them so much, and they say yeah. they look at this. Of course, you're gonna be excited, but at the same damn time, mm -hmm. you know damn well this person does not look like Megan Fox. Well, and this is the thing though, too, is that like you're going like maybe in that situation you're going to believe that because it's like why would someone compare themselves to Megan Fox? if they don't look like Megan Fox. But I will also argue this as well, mm. because I've even said like, I've, I've, I've had this conversation <laughs> at nauseum with several people, just so everyone knows. Um, I've been compared to Zendaya so often. A fair comparison. And I look nothing like Zendaya. But the thing is, is if I in the pod said I looked like Zendaya and then I came out and you saw what I looked like, there is a similar enough vibe. We have a similar enough body type, everything, mm. whatever, that there wouldn't be much like disappointment. You could definitely be like a Zendaya stunt double type shit and no sure, one from would the back be of the crazy. Head, for sure. Or just even like. So what I'm saying is that if Jessica had said that she looked like Megan Fox, she looks nothing like Megan Fox. I'm just saying she looks that's nothing the other like, one, right? that's the, the one other one like, that gonna, he was considering. You're going to choke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, she said, you're going to need your EpiPen. You're going to choke. Oh, my God. Girl, relax. relax. No, I loved it. I loved it until, until they went home and then she was like, I'll still get with him. I'm like, girl, yeah. oh, my God. You yeah. you just deflated that There's whole statement. There's a whole think piece about how like she's really grappling with insecurity, even though she looks like that, which, honestly, I enjoyed it. It was funny. Yeah. But, like. What, uh, whatever. Yeah. But I think that if Jessica says she looks like Megan Fox, and then they end up matching mm. up and she came out, Jimmy would not have been disappointed. Yeah, yeah, you can't be mad. Just simply like, because she's, she's, she's like similar. She's giving Megan Fox. She's similar build, right? She's small, petite. Mm. She's like very like- uh, Attractive. Very attractive <laughs> in like a is conventional, not conventional. Conventionally attractive. Like, like she's like, has that face mm -hmm. where it's like, that's the type of face that is like people yeah. are very attracted You're to. You're not Megan Fox. Right. Exactly. But like, I can see how people are saying that. Right. Like For you, her, the other girl was her name. Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Like, who's lying to you yeah. is my first thing. You know, this is the thing, though. I'm not going to lie. I see why people say that. Mm. In the face, like in this area. <laughs> But that's the thing. But this you is gotta the thing. Put goggles no, on but it. this is the thing that when you're friends, when people compare you to celebrities, you don't actually look exactly oh, like them. But there's like no. a thing that they're calling to that makes you look like the thing, right? Sure. So it's understandable. I'll give, I'll give them that, but God damn. It's yeah. So I don't know. I, I think like I understand why people call <sighs> that's rough. I see I see what people see in it when they say that she looks like Megan Fox. I see it in the eyes for sure in the brow area but like overall like the general vibe is she's not like megan fox she's and more like a megan trainer <laughs> not a megan fox <laughs> a megan motherfucking trainer and what's so unfortunate is she seems like a sweet person and yeah, she's she kind of fine she's just and she really like honestly i think jimmy and chelsea are like in each other's leagues of attractiveness i agree and so i, I think agree. she really like it's unfortunate because she really shot herself in the foot because i think they are like i think that really just like set them up like, for like on, failure man. and to the point where it defeats the purpose of the entire show yeah because you all would have been you all were vibrant y'all mm -hmm. were having a good mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. you guys are mutually at the yes. same level of attractiveness yes and it could have been chill right he might have saw you and be like oh wow mm -hmm. but like when he is expecting megan fox and he gets you who does not there, look like you're megan never fox. It's, it's just there's going to be a disappointment rough. there rough yeah it's rough honestly i'd be just like the, jimmy though that's the crazy thing no but that's the thing too she's already like clearly such an insecure girl <laughs> 
like oh her at when they go t- when they go home when they're past like when they leave mm, Dominican like Republic and they go it. and she's constantly asking him for validating mm. questions like affirm me and what do I what did you think of me am I pretty disappointment that he's just not in it and you can immediately tell. Ooh, he, treats, he treats her like one of the the friends mm-hmm. he literally talks to her and treats her as if she's one of the girlfriends which is probably why he was venting to her about jessica because yeah. he's treating her like one of his girl space friends which is rough yeah super rough especially i don't even know if i want to touch this in this podcast right now i don't know if it's necessary uh-huh. but like the whole ad Oh, and oh. how she's like the the uh-huh. picture perfect spitting image of everything that most men find attractive. Yes, and she like yes. knows how to work it and oh, flaunt she, it and, and command so, like, space. Smart and like Ugh. stunning, like. Oh, rough. I love her. She has such rough. a great personality. And then the way Jimmy was interacting with homegirl. Spitting her doing all- that's the way that he was looking at her. Those mm. eyes. I mean, sir. The reason why I don't really want to like go into it is because uh-huh. of how everyone was talking about um, black women and association for that shit. It was right. I right, get right. it, but like doesn't need to be there. Oh no, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna I don't touch know. She that clear, right now. She clearly was very uncomfortable with how people were so focused on mm. her body that night. But damn. Yeah. I get it. She does she <laughs> got that body yaddy. And like to the point where the premise of the show, Love is mm-hmm. Blind, you're seeing these people for the first time. Right. And then you have these people setting false expectations of what right. they look like. Right. And then you finally get it's like yeah. relief plus mm-hmm. beauty plus mm-hmm. no, all she has stuff. Literally, like she has a great yeah totally. rough man rough totally. poor girl such a good show why would you even want to like do that to yourself if you know no. damn well you see this is the thing this is the thing well, that, like, but, no, but that's also the thing though is i feel kind of bad because even when she was saying it mm. she was like it's only because like i have like dark hair and blue eyes and like she's like that's the only reason to qualify yeah sure. and like i understand i totally understand what she means no, that's the thing is i i totally understand that's the thing i will stand by her on that like i understand what you were trying to do girl it's a wild understand thing what you to mean. say because you know damn well you look at yourself every damn day in the mirror. You know what you look like. Yes. I don't care what people tell you. I don't care the similarities you, you can draw. Like, you're, you're have you reaching. ever gotten compared to a, like a celebrity though that you know you do not look like? No. But like Kanye West, maybe that's the most egregious example. Mm-hmm. But a lot of white people say I look like a lot of black people. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I I do not the error of uh-huh. repeating that shit to totally. people. No, one hundred. That is between yeah, me yeah, and whoever yeah. said it. And I'm like, ha ha, right. awkward. I don't look like that. Like I'm not going whatever. to use that. Yeah, but yeah. like I'm not gonna. What do you mean? And you know why Especially she used that? Especially on a show when you're, yeah, yeah. Like you know why? Like she said Megan Fox for a reason. That's not an accident. And you know damn mm. well it's like it's like me if like oh like oh yeah I look like Michael B Jordan. Yeah. I don't care if people fucking told me that shit. I don't care. That's a crazy thing to say, right. bro. You know what you right. look like. like you what do you know mean? You, like. you know you see yourself every damn day. You're over yes. here talking about, yeah, bro. Like, low-key, mm-hmm. a lot of people be telling me I look like Michael B. Yeah. Really, really, bro. There's a guy like that on fucking TikTok. That really? Was saying, like, he was like, oh, it's like me and my twin. And I'm go best friend. He did that oh for Michael God. B. Jordan. And yeah, the internet gave him what he deserved. Because that thing was crazy. You he like discount twin. Michael B. Jordan. Like you look like wish Michael oh B. Jordan. God. That's what he looked like. Oh, and no. I would never do that to myself. Right. Not in media. Right. Not on public television. Right. Maybe I might do that at the bar, at the club, somewhere that it will not be televised mm-hmm. and mass distributed for mass people to look at it. Like that is crazy. <laughs> Oh my god. Shoot down. Yeah. Shoot down. Yeah. Megan Fox is not the one. Right. Anyone else? Who could she have said that would have been I just Adele. Think she should, Adele I, is beautiful. Yeah. She looks like Adele. That would have been perfect. 
I think that sh- like anyone should, whoever will in the future go on the show, take notes from AD with how she stood like two toes down. Stood on business. Yeah, stood on business of like, I'm not, and she like very much because she had, she does like have a very pretty face, mm-hmm. very pretty body, very cute body. Like she could have very much said like what her appearance looked like mm-hmm. and Given, Rihanna, given exactly given Beyonce. right like and could have very easily expectations met mm. but she was like nope not gonna do it not gonna yeah. do it at all Keep that and it's just better yourself. to just not just let the person see you especially mm. on a show like this it's wild and truly as far as attraction psychology goes mm-hmm. you have more of a chance of them falling for you if you don't give them an yeah. impression of what you look like exactly so, exactly you know she just played the game wrong she yeah. lost it's yeah. fine whatever yeah um that being also said mm-hmm. did you hear about the freaking girl that got on stage with omelay oh my god yeah i so people are like she ruined her whole and people for omelay because i hear of all the people of all the people that is not the guy to ruin your relationship no. for no they weren't dating for seven years okay it was How, less than what a was year. The, less than a gotcha. year relationship. She bought the tickets. Okay. Um, it wasn't like that. They made it way more dramatic. The okay. rumors got way more dramatic than it actually was. Got you, got but you. Regardless. Yeah. Rega- the optics his, of that his situation. Face too, when he was, oh, I saw I, the war, the war, internal war that was going on. He's trying to, like, oh. It's like you want your Can't girl to imagine. have fun. Yeah. But also, like we were saying, mm-hmm. things that you just don't do yeah. in relationships. Yeah. Like there's just things that you just should not be right. doing. And sure, go on stage, have your little moment. Yeah. But like to let it go. Awareness. That far. Your self-awareness yeah. is just not there. And yeah. it's so funny because I feel like, not to make this like super gender, like I'm not trying to like feed a gender war with this like i'm really not okay but i feel like because she came out the other day i think like yesterday or the day before mm-hmm. with like an apology video talking about like oh uh, like i'm really sorry to the dude i shouldn't have done that to him I'm really sorry to him. like my blah 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 and i'm like i don't think you're sorry she didn't seem sorry yeah and i don't think she would ever like come out and try to apologize if- it was she didn't get so much backlash from the internet. No, one hundred percent. Because she was 100. totally. Oh, she was in choice. that. She was in that. That was a choice. That's an active choice that you're actively yeah. making in that yeah. moment. Like really, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's a choice. A crazy choice. Mm-hmm. When you have a whole man, yeah. a good-looking man, a tall man, right. a man that people would want. One hundred percent. Hey, she's fine too. So I get it. Right. When you feel like you have options, but still, like, damn. Now yeah. you're like, she made herself relatively undateable Yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Because yeah. no one that is going to be worth wanting her mm-hmm. after all this shit mm-hmm. is going to want her. Now yeah. she has all the omelets. Did, did they break up? Do you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. They are not together. That guy, Kaisen Nat, he's so freaking quick. Yeah. This dude had him on a dating show. Really? 20 versus one. So we got 20 girls together and they were like doing this little speed dating situation. That's hilarious. So yeah, the, the relationship quick. is definitely over. And even if like it didn't bother him in the moment, mm-hmm. with the internet backlash, you would have to end that relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't want to keep dating the that embarrassment. girl. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The embarrassment like, of damn. it. That's hard. Like, even if this didn't, like, honestly, I don't really care too much because mm-hmm. it's Omelette, whatever. But, like, now it seems, now now, now there's an image of what it means yeah. to still be with you. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's kind of like, do you respect yourself? Right, right. And like, these are questions that you don't really need to answer. Yeah. That being said, your relationship is your relationship. You totally. gotta, you gotta kind of have to do what you gotta do. If you really yeah. like this girl, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Me personally, yeah. I couldn't do that. I, for some reason, I'm not like upset by it horribly, but like, there's just like a thing for like, to be said about regular ass people going <laughs> online and making an apology like yeah statement. like who are you <laughs> just let we don't care right just let it you know what i mean <laughs> like you're i'm so sorry guys who why are, are you, you apologizing to, apologize to your man right. stay off the internet clearly like so true. like why are you apologizing to us oh my god like i don't know like i just wouldn't i don't maybe she's trying to capitalize off no, this in some that's way that's the thing that's the thing so yeah. two things about this girl that her apology is crazy yeah right so first of all she's apologizing for the sole purpose of trying to salvage some semblance of an image that she can maintain yeah right because but she's trying to build when kai sanat Mm -hmm. same dude try to get this girl on his stream so that we can hear her side of the story yeah she was like am i gonna be financially compensated for this thing uh, and you're like i see you're not that girl like this she's, is she's like this is my end to become a, an influencer is, unfortunately it's not yeah it's she's not, trying this is she's not trying. The, and it's so crazy because you have so many people that do capitalize on controversy yeah in a successful way the totally. bad baby mm -hmm. um Honestly, most rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, most, most rappers. I mean, you they have do Kim have Kardashian. That down to an art form, yeah, right? yeah, Kim, the Kardashians for sure. But like, this is there's something about this moment yeah. that isn't endearing in a way that doesn't no. let people be like we. No. There's like there's no there's no through line. Yes. that has us empathizing with the girl. Mm -hmm. She's clearly in the wrong. Mm -hmm. One hundred percent. Clearly in the wrong. Yeah. It's a the baby situation. Yeah, like bro, yeah. you did not have to talk about gay people. I don't right. care what you were like. You did not have to You're say to anything about the gays. Like, what you are, are you doing? Yeah, completely what, unprompted. What are you doing? It's so unnecessary. <laughs> right. Thing. Like even whatever you said, mm -hmm. so freaking unnecessary. Yeah, this girl. This move, like what were you, yeah. the things you were doing on stage with Omelay of all people, so unnecessary, oh like so unnecessary. Uh, like I can understand yeah. if it was like an Usher sure. or like right. even a Trace Hogs, right, <laughs> like, right, even right. a Trace Hogs. I'm there, like I'm there with you. I understand. Chris Brown, you right. know, like some some so, person with a cloud with the energy. Would, people definitely would have had more understanding but omelet omelet you ruined your relationship for omelet oh <laughs> man you're crazy so no one can empathize with that no. so you're not gonna capitalize on exactly poor thing oh gosh poor but not poor thing, thing. like but you like, said active choice my sympathy <laughs> is like how how sad is it for you no, to believe yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. kind of pathetic at it's, this yeah, point. i was gonna <laughs> like, say pathetic rough. for sure <laughs> that's like, oh, rough now you're over here making apology videos mm, <laughs> or mm, apology statements whatever mm, mm. rough that's, man it's crazy it's back. crazy out here in these streets mm -hmm. what else oh avatar the last airbender just came out yes it did do you want to talk about live actions really quick because we just we're, we're just we're just like yeah. we're on the curtails the coattails mm -hmm. of um the Percy Jackson series. Yes. And yes. now we have this live action, two giant behemoth companies mm -hmm. putting huge budget productions totally. of things that are near and dear to, to the public's hearts, yes. right? Yes. So what do you think about Percy Jackson? Let's talk about that for a second. I overall enjoyed it. Okay. I, to be fair, I think, so a lot of the criticisms that I saw was obviously it didn't, um, the source material, it wasn't completely accurate. They obviously changed some things here and mm. there. I'm always open to some, I'm, 
one, I always expect in adaptations there to be some changes to make sense on screen. Right. Um, also, to if it like if it makes sense, especially in this this story was written so long ago. Maybe homeboy, our our homeboy Rick Riordan. How do you <laughs> pronounce Riordan? Riordan, yeah. Um, saw things and was like, actually, this makes more sense, you know, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. You can retcon shit. It's your yeah, story, whatever. Exactly, it's your story. I overall was just, I thought it was an enjoyable watch. I thought the actors were the characters. Yeah. And I, that was probably like the most important thing for me specifically. Like then the story, if it, there was tweaks and changes here and there, I was okay with it. I do think the pacing of the, the episodes was tough at some points. I didn't feel like I could really like get into the meat mm -hmm. of it because it was kind of just like, passing right. through nothing felt significant yeah because we had to just move to the next thing right yeah. i wish some of the fighting scenes were a little bit more intense than they yeah. were freaking that last him versus aries why that was that no. thing a minute and a half long yeah it felt so underwhelming yeah all pretty much all of the fight scenes all yeah a, a good majority of them felt pretty underwhelming mm. so I, I don't, but also it's technically a children's show. So I'm like, am I just watching it through the eyes of an adult? I'm not sure. Cause also then when I look at Avatar The Last Airbender, the fight scenes there, I'm enjoying yeah. so thoroughly the fight scenes. Avatar The Last Airbender is visually mm -hmm. one of the most stunning things I've Loving seen. Loving it. Just, just in general. Yeah. Like it's just really nice to look at. Totally. And that's where my compliments stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's where my compliments. <sighs> and this is so hard because yeah. I feel like a lot of it is bias mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I love the original show. Yeah. I like will die for yeah. the original show. I obsessed <laughs> oh wow. man i love me some avatar y'all understand how many times i've yeah. seen this show Watched i'm re-watching it right now because yeah. like why not? why not when that thing came on netflix for the first time i was mm. i was on cloud nine yeah i was a happy boy totally in my opinion yeah and a lot of people will agree with me mm -hmm. one of the best written stories self-contained stories mm -hmm. of our lifetime yeah second only maybe to one piece but one piece isn't over so yeah. we don't know how that's just gonna end yeah that being said i'm open to changes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i actually encourage changes totally because it's a cartoon first of all it's right. not gonna be a one-to-one -one recreation 100 percent. but and maybe this is a byproduct of the like the writers guild and the strikes and all the mm -hmm. stuff that's going on but the writing in these shows is mm -hmm. just so weak yeah it is so weak yeah and it's even more like percy jackson i will give it some time these are kids mm -hmm. it's like they're starting out the franchise is clearly going to be like a like and there a definitely were like thing. moments in percy like i think it was the fourth episode when mm. they go through the um i forget the god's name but they go through the water oh, water mm, park what's his name not <sighs> vulcan the greek version of vulcan his name Hephaestus. Yes, exactly. When they do that whole that whole thing, when he sits in the chair, mm -hmm. like that. Honestly, that was probably my favorite episode wow, of the whole. I just I thought the acting was so great. I thought the dialogue between the like Annabeth and Percy was mm. incredible. Like the tension was there. I wanted to cry. Wow. Like <laughs> it was very like I. It was especially like that scene. Like, it was just it was there for me. Like mm. I was like that's where that was like the sweet spot. They got it right in that moment for me. Um. 
and then kind of everything else was no then then kind of everything else was kind of yeah but i do wonder i'm like is it because it's a children's show technically are they writing for children the bias for this being a children's show Mm -hmm. 75 percent of the people that watch it out of the millions of people that watch it are our age yeah these are the people that grew up with the book right right this is who the show is for right so to have the premise that Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a children's show, so the writing doesn't have to be as profound or deep or anything. No, you're it's like, right. Yeah, it's kind of lazy writing totally. because Avatar actually designed for children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why do Incredible we still like writing. it right now? Why does it still hit the same way? Yeah, 10, 12, 15 years later. Very true. Because the writing is good and it's aimed up. It doesn't yeah. talk down to children. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for Percy Jackson, I don't think it's really that crazy because it had good moments, like you were saying. Yeah. And I really like the Aries Grover thing. That mm-hmm. was a, a series only thing that wasn't in the book. Yeah. No, I, I love that edition. You can really see that these are great actors. Yes. They just didn't have good material to work totally. with. Totally. Because when they did, it was, it was great. It was great. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. And I think it's just the limitation of. So, what I think about Avatar and what I think about Percy Jackson are kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. So. They were trying to stick too aggressively to the source material. Percy Jackson. Because you have, yeah, Percy Jackson, because Percy Jackson's author was there Mm -hmm. guiding the thing. And Mm -hmm. he is very vocal about how much he hates the movies that were made for it. And he was trying to make this like the opposite. Like he was trying to make this as close to the books as possible. Very book accurate, very Mm -hmm. close. Yeah. But in that, they restricted what yeah. the show could have been right. by utilizing the chemistry of the actors, the mm-hmm. intrigue of mm-hmm. what it means to watch it live action. Yeah. And the big ass budget that Disney has, like $15 million an episode is crazy. Wild. They Wild. could have done so much more. And, and pasted were that? So, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And then they didn't leave anything to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Everything was told. There was so much exposition. Yeah. So much mm-hmm. explaining. Yeah. And I just like... Show not tell type things, Mm -hmm. right? If you're going to have this thing, it's a show for a reason. Right. Stop telling me everything. Right. And it's like, they're saying it because they want to say, oh, we read the book. So we know that this is supposed to be in here. Mm -hmm. It's like, cool. But we read the books and we're watching the freaking show. We want to see it happening. Totally. Because we already read it. Don't tell me. It's not an audio book. Come on. Yeah. Now for Avatar. (laughs) The last airbender. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Again. Yes. Open for the changes. Mm -hmm. Willing and hoping that things are cool. Yes. The first scene, Sozin's like advent into the airbenders getting burned and stuff. You get to see people get burned alive by fire. Yeah. Crazy. Intense. Lovely. I love where they were going. (laughs) Yes. Everything Uh, was wrong. Renee. Everything was so wrong. Everything Uh, was just so wrong. From the characterization of the characters, you mm -hmm. know. I had to rewatch the series because I was just so baffled. Yeah, you're like, what? What happened? Is, what's going on? Aang didn't laugh maybe like three times throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. They made him emo, which is a choice. Mm-hmm. But we already have the angstiness of Katara, the yeah. angstiness of Zuko, mm-hmm. the angstiness of freaking everyone else. Right. Aang is like such a breath of fresh air in the sense that he... <laughs> breath of fresh air. <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, no, in literally. In the sense that he is like, he's angsty, he's traumatized, uh-huh. sure. Yeah. But he's goofy. Yeah, He's lovely. Goofy. He's like... 
this crazy hyperactive energy because he's a 12 year old right. he's like can barely cope with the drama that he is right. having so he outsources it to fun and games yes. and all this stuff yes this dude was talking about i'm the avatar and i have to resist my responsibility as uh-huh. a boy i was like bro shut up oh my god <laughs> please like i don't care i yeah. don't freaking care yeah freaking azula the most badass character of mm-hmm. all fiction, hands down. No hold, like, yeah. no. Yeah. Immediately the most badass ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> ever. For a 14-year-old, that is crazy. <laughs> right. Who is this pathetic, pathetic, I was. L- I literally was like, is is it just me or is it sh- it's just like weak? It's weak. It's, it's just giving like weak. Yeah, it was Azula just not. was the most calm, yes. strategic, yes. strong, mm-hmm. calculating individual yeah. on the planet. Right. She only showed emotion on that last episode where she was going through yes. it. And yes. that last moment held so much more weight yep. because you could see like the pressure that a 14-year-old is crumbling mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. when things are starting to go out of her control. Right. But it was because she was so controlled before then. Yes. But this girl is screaming uh-huh. and being catty and mm-hmm. being petty and is really obsessed with Zuko for some reason. Yeah. Like, that's just not the that's thing. That's not what it was. That's just not the thing. Yeah. And like, it's a change, but the change has to make sense in relation mm-hmm. to the original thing. And right. that's what the rep- that's the, what the recreation is. Yeah. Make your changes, but make your changes in relation to what? the source material was or make the change make sense within the context of the story right that change made no sense in the context of the story because that was a huge part of her character exactly as ang's goofiness Mm -hmm. part of the story Mm -hmm. sokka's jokes and sexist Mm -hmm. sex sexism yeah also part of the story right no i literally saw someone say like what like they made some comment towards that like when did sokka become a feminist right right what's the point of him having to even learn from suki i'm I'm, I feel like a part of that is just like pe- the modern, modern climate. Day. Sure, they're like wanna... trying to avoid controversy. Yeah. Fuck that. Or even it's like self-contained. Um, That's mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. The resolution, the girl power yeah. moment is self-contained in the story. Right. So his sexism. Yes. Sexist. Wow. Is it sexism? Yes, it's sexism. Oh, it sounds so <laughs> wrong to me. I don't know why. It sounds so incorrect. But him being sexist is a it's a plot. It's a plot point. Yes exactly and suki gets so much more like credit Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. one falling for him and two proving that like fuck off dude like yeah girls actually have strength and blah blah blah. and him being humbled and learning Mm -hmm. and all this stuff important character development you know (laughs) and then also Uh it's a very important dynamic for him and katara too Mm -hmm, because mm katara is also very girl power yeah and half the reason why she's always angsty about it Mm -hmm. is because he's so sexist to his sister which is fine but like they took away the sexism yeah they took away his jokes Mm -hmm. they took away katara's angstiness her motherness her nagginess i forgot how like i realized i was like she had so much more attitude yeah she was so attitudinal yeah took all that she's so agreeable now which is like cool but then it doesn't make any sense why she's fighting the dude in the north because Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. she was attitudinal and mad that she was being um she was being ignored because she was a girl right she was powerful and why did we not see katara learn how to waterbend throughout the entire arc of the show all of a sudden she could do all these things in the north yeah didn't learn waterbending in the north pole by the way he just started doing all this crazy stuff um (laughs) there's all these things right just like they put all these they they jam-packed all these things and the in the same episode they have yeah. omashu the mechanist right, the yeah. freaking jet which is like 
I don't mind that per se because mm-hmm. they all kind of make sense. Yeah. But they didn't handle them all well Yeah, because they tried to do too much at once. Seamlessly, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. It looks great. Mm-hmm. No, it looks beautiful. Zuko's arc and Zuko's characterization and Zuko's mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. I thought was super on point. Yeah. So yeah. it's they possible. They got that right. It's possible. And you have the source material, so you know mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Why is everything else crazy? Yeah. Why did you put Wang Shi Tong in the fourth episode? That pissed me off. That's like one of my favorite characters. And you know what? Yeah. Like, Not only did you put him in the fourth episode, but yeah. he didn't say, I am Wang Shi Tong. Yeah. He who knows 10,000 things. Like, what? Pissed. <laughs> no. I'm so angry. Yeah. I'm yeah. so angry because it could have been so much better. Yeah. Because I think the things that I'm complaining about are easily fixed. Easily fixed. Because they, like you were saying, they had like the visual, like, like aspect of it. Incredible. So good. That's how you put your budget to use. Right. No, they were, they were really putting their budget to use in very good ways. Like I said, the fighting scenes, I really like, I thought they were really good. Mm -hmm. Like, but it was these small things that are so, become so important later on. If you want to make this like a whole thing. Right. You, you have to plant to have these, these things, yeah. and like truly, after rewatching the show, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that like you do not have to put in, totally. like him, like them going through the Great Divide and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary little episode, yeah. All this stuff, there's, yeah. There was definitely like filler episodes mm-hmm. that I mean, Grant, like given how it was structured, right? Like it's yeah, very different structure. So I get it. That's fine, but, but the, the, I could complain about this for the yeah. next hour, but it's just like. The the essence of the show is lost. Mm-hmm. No, I found myself getting pretty bored because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't even realize in the moment until you said it. Yeah, the the writing was very like I don't really know how to describe it. I honestly didn't really watch it past the fourth episode. It was soulless. I kind of I I t- I really tuned out. Like and it was the same thing. Like the first episode, like when I st- when we started getting to, I was like I was really like, excited. Yeah, I was like, damn, I was okay. like, oh my god, this is gonna okay. be so good. Nah. And then it just fell flat nah. as it went on and then when freaking grand grand started speaking the intro out of nowhere i was like what the heck yeah it was just <laughs> what the heck like, i see what you were trying to do and that could have been a moment it could have been a moment but you didn't but you know. didn't lead up to it in a way yeah. that made sense yeah just like all of a sudden water yeah earth fire air like bitch what what are you grand someone, grand you good someone said like why did they make grand grands make she had like am- like dementia like no, that's what it seemed like, like she was not that's not what she was I mean, she was this very wise water earth yeah are you okay granny Jesus yeah. oh gosh so no crazy to me disappointing i mean i always expect i look i've been a book reader my whole life Never i have gotten a good adaptation i am just so used to adaptation disappointment was harry potter disappointing i was not a harry potter person also harry potter came out before i was born no the books came out before i was born the show the movies not like that renee come on i'm just saying you're 98 huh (laughs) you're 98 i know i'm 98 the books aren't that old you're thinking like lord of the rings type shit no the books i'm looking it up right now (laughs) right the The books are old it's the show or the movies 90s you're Books no, nah, that has to be two thousand. You're kidding. okay. Ninety seven was the first one. Right, so well, was, you're not wrong. <laughs> so it was before my I was first born. one came out before your but everything but else. The, yeah, okay, yeah. The Deathly Hallows came out in two thousand seven. Like, not that old. I was like, I could have sworn. Um, <laughs> I was like, really? I Harry it, Harry Potter wasn't one for me. Mm. I was not allowed to read Harry Potter. Me neither. Oh my and god, then, Christian parents. Woo! Woo! <laughs> 
my gosh. They really hated yeah. that wizardry, man. No, that they hated that, that Which is funny because, like, what they allowed me to watch versus yeah. what I couldn't. Like, no, for real. Y'all, y'all for really, real. Y'all were just, you all saw Harry Potter. They were picking Potter. and choosing. It's crazy. They were picking and choosing. They saw the broomstick and they're like, no, that's witches. <laughs> No, for real. <laughs> but I was over here watching. Uh-huh. You know what? Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm used to disappointment to the point where it's like, Damn. when I see, okay, for sure. To the point where like I like I manage my expectations when I see adaptations. I always do. One one place that I or one adaptation that I overall did thoroughly and really enjoy the movies. Hunger Games. Mm. I think I overall, granted, when I watched them, when I watched the movies and I read the books, I was pretty young for both. So I can't really remember exactly like the critiques, but overall, and I recently watched the first movie, the first Mm. Hunger Games. I was in that. Oh, it was so good to me. Hunger Games just had like a little renaissance lately. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah, because the new movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they added them on Netflix and I rewatched the entire thing. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Um, I thought what the Divergent series overall, the last movie like, was kind of, was not it. See what, what Divergent is uh-huh. versus what Hunger Games is. Oh, so different. Embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> different, but look, I'm a Theo James stan till oh, yeah, I, no, till yeah. I die. So, you know, that's another person people mm-hmm. were telling me I look like, and I was like, for sure. Wait, Theo, <laughs> Theo who's not black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Granted, exactly. I get I get all the time like people will say like I like I look like someone who's not black mm. or not mixed. They're like you just have like s- the, the same f- face, the but you look yeah. nothing. I know. I'm sorry, Jim. You are an attractive man. <laughs> hey man, I'm not offended. I understand. You I look understand. nothing. Nothing. When I I cannot express I how much emphasize <laughs> how much you do not this man. You look. You know so who I actually unlike. like that um, people say I look like uh-huh. the dude. From Bridgerton. Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. I, I can like, see the vibe. I, I fucks with that vision. Everything else. For some reason right now, I this could be like totally off base <laughs> and totally wrong. So take this with a grain of salt. Mm, okay, I'm listening. Zach Efron. Recently. <laughs> you don't have like the we exact same job. We just gotta move on. That's crazy. We just gotta move. I'm like, who has like this? Uh, we just gotta like, move on. Head. We just gotta move on. We just gotta move on. That has just been immortalized on our podcast. And we're just we just gotta move on, girl. That, hey yo. What were we even talking about? Like, Good but do you God. also see what we mean earlier about the love is blind? Like people will say you look like people, but you don't actually nah, see. Nah, nah, we just, we just gotta move on. Oh my you, still, God. you gotta keep it right here. I'm saying we gotta we gotta move. We gotta go. That's crazy. Oh I have never been um I have never been pleased by adaptations either. Mm-hmm. But as technology increases mm-hmm. and our modern iteration mm-hmm. becomes what it is, yeah, money, technology, yeah. resources. Yeah, we have the we have what we need. Casting, directing, mm-hmm. acting. Mm-hmm. These people can do these things. Right. right. It's just the direction. Yes. Tap me in, coach. It's my <laughs> I'm turn. I'm ready. I'm ready. I need to I need to see this is this is what we're doing. This is a mm-hmm. platform for me okay. to start becoming a director so I can finally give the uh, people what they need, what they want, what, they need. what they've been asking for. What I've been wanting, yes. what I've been asking for. Totally. If Christopher Nolan 
can make masterpieces every time he hits the screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all motherfuckers that have budgets bigger than him. Yes. Not actually. But like but still crazy budget. Looks similar to his. Yeah. Should be able to execute. Yeah. I know I I'm right. I agree. I totally agree. So we'll see if I become a director so we can do these things justice. Mm-hmm. That being said, whew, all those tangents. Yes. There are so many things to talk about. That I agree. being said, let's get into it. Cultivating Playful energy in your relationships. Ladies. This is like we, we keep yeah, we keep switching on the verbiage that we're using for yeah. this conversation. Because honestly, I do think that the only way that adults can have fun in relationships is flirting. Yeah. Like that is That's like, the umbrella term even for like how pl- we even the playfulness is like it's, it's, a, it's, it's flirty. flirty. It's flirty. It's flirty. So yeah. For the listeners, if you guys are confused mm-hmm. about what we're talking about at any point, just know everything that we say to describe what we're talking about is talking about the same thing. Yeah. We're just going to be flip-flopping Using between. Using different adjectives. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to use Lutus at all, actually, because... I it's flirting. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But flirting, seduction, playfulness. Yeah. We're trying to articulate the same idea. Mm-hmm. That being mm-hmm. said... We actually went to the people for this one. Yes, we did. Renee has some things. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like mine. Um, you asked like a more of like a poll, like array yeah, of questions. I feel like we should start with that one. Yeah. Because I went, I went, to, we went to the story. Yes, we went we, to our Instagram. We wanted to, we wanted to see what people were saying. So, yes. <clears throat> and we're going to go through these questions one by one. And then. We're going to answer them and talk about it and discuss because yes. I feel like that's what people want when they do the polls on our stories for the podcast. Right. right? For us to do, <laughs> then discuss them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Damn, I want a quesadilla. My um story actually gets a lot of... um. This is also like perfect, that style of posting for you because you already... Ever since I've known you, mm. you've always do, done these yeah, polls. Like Jem will... Like I remember in college, like on your... And you like what? Like... On your personal Instagram, like mm. not that many followers, yeah, but you would but people, do like full-blown like, like research. Like, like thought, like the yes. like thought experiments on the things mm-hmm. with people. And I would like I would phrase it in a way that could only be a yes or no thing so mm-hmm. people would be involved. Yes. And people were they love they were so mad when I stopped yeah. doing that. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. So this is like perfect on brand for you for people and that remember those days. Um it's really it's really good because again. I got a lot of people interacting with this stuff. There's mm-hmm. like 60 to 100, 200 people like responding to these things. Hell yeah. So that's like a good sample. It's a good sample size. Yeah. So, <clears throat> quote, a little mm-hmm. tweet for you. Yes. Flirting is easy until it's the girl you really want or the guy you really want. Everyone can flirt mm-hmm. until you have to flirt. Do you actually need yeah. to flirt? Yeah. Right? <laughs> 92% of people, 65 people said that this yes. is true. Yes. I agree with that. And yeah, I think I have to agree too. Mm-hmm. I think I have to agree. Mm, wait, let me see. I'm trying to qualify my thing. And maybe, 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 maybe. Because I've I've qual- I've cultivated such a style of flirting mm-hmm. that it's not dependent on whether or not I'm interested in a person. Sure. What, how I flirt and when I flirt and why I flirt has mm-hmm. nothing to do with like trying to get a girl. Mm. So do i struggle flirting when i actually like a person do i even like people uh well that's the first question you know <laughs> you know you know <laughs> you know that's something else i'm naturally pretty, pretty i'm naturally pretty flirtatious true or false for you i think that people think that <laughs> which is such a i think that was the next question <laughs> 
Um, I, I say that I say that because um, I don't know if I was supposed to answer that, but I've like I've been told at time. Actually, I've been told two things. I'm very opposite. I've been told that like, oh, you're being flirty, and I'm really just being like friendly. Mm. And I can just be. I can be very excitable, so I'll like laugh and I'll like whatever. But it's like I'm just like engaged in the conversation and I'm like enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been told that like I'm like not emoting enough. <laughs> But that's also been in situations where I've actually liked the person. And so I completely <laughs> shut down. I have can't let them know that not, I'm into them. Not even trying to like not let them know. Mm. I think I'm being so emotive. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what to say about that one. It is what it is. It is what it is. But like flirting over the phone, though. It's like, do you really need? <laughs> Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> that, that can be qualified. Yeah. I'm not going to try right now. Mm-hmm. 50-50 on that one. Makes sense. Most people would say that they're pretty naturally flirtatious. Mm -hmm. Other people don't say that. Yeah. Um, I'm naturally flirtatious, Mm -hmm. but I flirt in a way that is very unique to me. Yes. I don't flirt in the in the Casanova media representation of like what it's like to like, hey girl, how you doing? Type shit. Totally. Because it doesn't work for me. (laughs) I'm just not that guy. Yeah. Um, People think I'm flirting when I'm not. True or false? Uh, yes. Yeah. That has happened before to me. Uh, a lot of things, uh, and mostly girls answered true for this. <laughs> yeah. Because literally, I'm well, because guys are, guys are like, oh, I'm getting attention. Oh, yeah. do, are you, do you love me? So I really do think it is the, um, the interpretation of what attention you're giving a man. Yeah. Whether or not that intention has intent. And there mm-hmm. is something to say. There are multiple types of flirting, right? Mm-hmm. So there is, like, if flirting is a spectrum. Mm hmm. Then you have people that just aren't flirting. You can tell they're deadpan. They're not fun. They're boring. Mm -hmm. And then there's like people that flirt for friendly um, context. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that you do for flirting Mm -hmm. can be platonic in the Mm -hmm. sense that you're cultivating like the playful energy, the attention, the like hyper attentiveness, the reactions to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be sexual per se. Yeah. But yeah, most most men over here talk about like, nah, that's not true at all. <laughs> and I honestly, like maybe this is reaching, but I don't think most men know how to flirt really. Yeah. Um, like what does it even look like for a man to flirt if it's not this overbearing yeah, type shit? It's not though. But like that's the only thing that comes to mind. I, I feel like it's one of those things where I can imagine what it is, but I can't like... And I think a lot of it has to, I don't know. It's funny because I'm a man who flirts and I can't even imagine what it is. Right. Like <laughs> I can, crazy. Well, like I can see it, but I can't describe it. Mm. It's hard for me to describe. Try to describe it just for shits and giggles. Why not? I literally Nothing, don't. no words, I no just, I, I don't know. Because I think a lot of it is like an energy. Mm. I think a lot of like flirting and that playfulness is a lot like you're exuding an energy. Because yeah, like there's like ways to do it. But also like the ways that you do it kind of even like with my question that i asked on my instagram like Mm -hmm. it very much was in line with these people's personalities as well you know Mm -hmm. interesting yeah we'll definitely get into that um so this is now we now we get into the little psychological the more intense question right most human interaction Mm -hmm. involves some level of flirting true or false most human interaction Mm -hmm. involves some macro type question what do you every single person yes i'm i flirt with them on some level on some level Uh, no No. i'm gonna go with no interesting 
Um, we got a hundred votes for true. Okay. And less for false. It was a 60-30 split. Okay. So most people were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that just like in general or? I, I think guess- it's in general. Because okay. you have to think about. So you do. You do. Agree. I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that. And I also, if you want to take it a step further, I fail to see any male female interaction that isn't flirting on some level. Why? Because if we, if you, if you come at it from the angle and from the perspective of fun and enjoyment and intrigue mm-hmm. and playfulness, mm-hmm. conversations and interactions are just more fun mm-hmm. if you bring that energy to the conversations and the interactions. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like the whole, and I think we'll get into this. Yeah. There's a type of flirting that has intent, a sexual intent to it. Mm-hmm. And that one's more physical and that one's more like seductive and mm-hmm. more erotic. Yeah. But there's also just like the general flirting mm-hmm. that comes with, um, how do I describe it? It's like, so we're having a conversation, you're reacting to something, you're talking about this thing and Instead of being like, oh, that's super cool that you like red cars, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, so something. Help me out, brain. You're right there. (laughs) (laughs) I realized as I was like preparing for this episode, Mm -hmm. getting examples of flirting is Uh the most painful thing to do. It's it's hard to like have an example. It's hard to talk about. Because it sounds cringy. Yes. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. I don't want to sound cringe, but like, yeah. it's always out of context. It's the yeah. most cringy. Right. Thing ever. 100%. <laughs> if you're not feeling the vibes, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, ugh, gross. No. But it's like, you just add a little bit of intrigue to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's not just some blatant response, like, oh, that's cool. It's like, oh, so. Uh, like where do you take that car mm-hmm. or like how about we like go for a ride sometime like mm-hmm. those type of things don't have to be explicitly sexual yeah they just make the conversation more fun and as a person or like, the more you converse with people mm-hmm. the more you realize that you're naturally going to be doing those things mm-hmm. in said conversation i just think that like flirting is playful but playful isn't always flirty and I just like for me, it's like flirting does always have that like that like sexual like tension, mm. like that seductive. Like there's some sort of something pull. of that, like that's behind it. If you're being like, I'm of course, like I'm thinking like with like some of my girlfriends, my coworkers. Yeah, we'll have like some great fun, like playful mm, conversations. Back and forth. Little yeah. Banter on them. But I'm not trying to fuck them. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Right? What you just described is what I'm talking I know what about. You, I know what you're saying, but I just would not call that flirting. Interesting. That's why I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's playful. We're definitely having like a playful conversation, but I just wouldn't call it flirting. If I'm calling it flirting, it's because there is some sort of like, like sexual intrigue yeah. involved in that. Interesting. So sexual intrigue versus sexual tension. There may be sexual tension as well. But, but like, you're definitely maybe flirting because you're interested and you find right. them cute and like you're like you're like you're being playful and you're nudge and nudge. You I know? think this might be better to put in the next episode. But I would argue that sexual tension exists between two sexually active people. Does that make sense? Versus sexual intent. Like I want to fuck you versus like I can fuck you. The can fuck you is tension. Well, maybe you can fuck them, but you don't. That's what I mean. I don't know what you're saying right now. You're <laughs> you're losing me. All I, all I'm trying to say is that 
the reason why I said no to that question was because mm. I'm not flirting with like my friend when we're having like a fun conversation. I'm just, it's just a fun conversation. If I'm flirting with you, it's because I think- have some intent. It's because I'm attracted to you. There's like, I, I do want to fuck you. I'm like, there's like, there's that behind it. Like that's what flirting is to me. If I'm calling it, if it's- If you if use the word, that, it has to have intent behind it. Yeah, that's why I'm using that word because that's what it means. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm using a different word. What word? Like we could, as I'm saying, you can be playful, have a fun, mm. playful conversation without it being flirting. But flirting is, I would argue, probably always playful. It has playful. to only be romantic, romantic coded. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. 60% of people do not agree with you. Well, that, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stand on business. I stand by what I said. Which is fine. I meant what I said. Which is so fine. That's so interesting. I think there are, there are, we have the English language. There are words for things. Flirting is what flirting is. Use a different word. I have this conversation a lot with you. <laughs> like, just, words mean things. That's why they're the words. Like, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moving moving along so yes. we don't get stuck on that little point. Yes. Um, flirting is mostly verbal or nonverbal. Ooh. I'm is that gonna, really that like? No, I think. Well, no, I think it's like I never. I just didn't think about it. Mm. Um, I think it's m- more verbal. Verbal, interesting. That actually is really funny because um, the way that women have cultivated like seduction has been verbal versus the visual for men. Mm-hmm. So that's funny that you say that. At the same damn time, mm-hmm. the flirting with intent that you're so advocating for, I think it has to be physical. And nonverbal. Well, I I think it's a close. I think it's like right there. I think it's like there is like a verbal and nonverbal component. But I'm gonna air. I'm gonna air on the side of like verbal. But I'm gonna say nonverbal because you can seduce and flirt with a person Mm -hmm. without saying shit. Totally. And to that point, mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily matters what you're saying when you're flirting. It oh, 100% matters you're how yeah. you're doing it, right? Yeah. A little touch on the arm, a little expression, mm-hmm. a little eyebrow thing, a little wink. I suck at winking. Fuck, I'm so <laughs> mad. That's the one thing. Yeah. I'm so bad at winking. I could never wink seductively. <laughs> My one limitation in life is that. And I hate That's it. That's your one limitation. I hate it so much. But. 60% of people said that it was nonverbal. For sure. And 30% of people said it was, um, or 40% of people, <laughs> math. Yeah. 40% of people said it was verbal. And then, of course, with the people, can you tell when someone's flirting with you? And if you can, what's a, give me a little ratio for how accurate you are. Mm. I can tell sometimes. I can't always tell. I def- definitely, there are, there are many a times that it has gone over my head for sure. Where I, I just think we're just having like a nice conversation. <laughs> I just think we're having a nice conversation. And then all of a sudden, oh my God, I had this situation happen to me. Oh um, my. Obviously, like while I'm in my current relationship, mm-hmm. I was at work and this, this person who comes into work often, um, I thought he was just a friendly dude come in. He was kind of annoying because he would want to talk a lot, but I just thought he was just coming for conversation, sure. whatever. And then one day he like pulls out trying to ask me out. And I was like, oh, I'm actually have a boyfriend and I'll actually be with him tonight. Cause he was mm-hmm. like, oh, do you want to like go do something tonight or something like, like I'm that? I'm actually going to be my boyfriend. I was like, I'm actually going to be with my boyfriend. Thank you. Um, but I was so upset. I was so, well, not really. It was fine. Whatever. I didn't care about the man, but I was just like, <laughs> oh, I like literally did not literally went over my head this mm. entire time. 
you were like, and granted he still comes in here. He's not, he wasn't going into the store mm. for me, but he doesn't converse with you as much. Oh, I, I leave when <laughs> I, you don't converse with me at I just, all. I leave. <laughs> oh my. I literally, I walk my coworkers note to, because it got to a point where like, I just find him so incredibly annoying. Sorry, this is a thing. If you worked in retail, you know, yeah. someone that comes in, takes up all of your time trying to talk to you about themselves for God knows how Ooh, long and never Ugh. buys a single thing from the store. So I'm sitting here and you're like, I'm like, there's, there's no benefit to have you as a customer. You are literally just taking up time where I could be helping people who are going to purchase things today. So oh I don't want to talk to you. You also creeped me out because you asked me out. So I'm going to leave the sales floor. I will literally leave the floor. Oh my God. There's so much to unpack with that, but I understand. I just, I can't even deal. It annoys me. Oh it annoys me God. to no end. That's so crazy. You know, I feel like people try to flirt with you a lot, first of all. So I think that, or I would assume, I would think, I would thought, Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to tell very easily that i would be able to tell mm -hmm. look I, ignorance is bliss i know? guess so i definitely have been able to t i it's not that i'm completely ignorant i can definitely especially now i can tell more mm -hmm. than i used to be able to when someone's like trying to be flirty with me is that um a progression from your relationship or just um probably a awareness? little bit but i think also just overall like awareness interesting, um interesting, but interesting. i there's still moments where i'm just like i don't realize it because i think what it happens is that if you get me in a good conversation where i'm enjoying the conversation then i'm like oh we're just having like a really good conversation then we're gonna have to really talk about what when does that line get crossed mm -hmm. between a good conversation and flirtation mm -hmm. i think that could make sense in the context of relationships and not relationships. Yeah. But just out of curiosity, 80% of people cannot tell, mm -hmm. which I think is crazy yeah, numbers. Think about that. Think yeah. about that. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. Okay. I'm thinking, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, those numbers are insane. 50% uh -huh. of people are naturally mm -hmm. flirtatious. Yes. Most people can, or most people, um, most people think most people are flirting. Yes. Based on these numbers. Right. Right. 80% of people mm -hmm. can't tell yeah. when a person is flirting with them. I think that is just people w not wanting to assume that someone's flirting with them. I, especially, I don't know. I, I, at least I hear from like a lot of like guys where they're mm -hmm. like, I like, is she flirting with me? I can't really tell. I don't want to assume because then if I like cross my own, she's not flirting with me, then I just made things weird. I don't want to creep her out. And like, there's that whole thing. Wow, that's, that was a Path for sure. I've had a lot I'm, of I'm, I'm a fucking, lot of guys experience. I'm, like, no, I'm dead because like you did it so accurately. Oh. <laughs> like she's like, why do you know that so well? I don't know. I'm just, so funny. I've just heard so many people talk about it. <laughs> but twenty percent of people can tell. Honestly, mm -hmm. I think it just has to do with um, how much social anxiety most people have. Yeah. Because most people are in their heads. And if you get out of your head and you're interacting with a person face to face, mm -hmm. it's very easy to tell. Yeah. And if you want to know how to tell, mm -hmm. then you're going to have to like try your best to make some reference to eroticism or sexuality mm -hmm. and see how they respond to it. Yeah. If it makes them uncomfortable, they were not flirting with they you. They were not. But if they like hype, they get hype on that energy. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. got news for you bucko <laughs> she's into it <laughs> oh yeah were those all your questions those are all mine yeah for sure i just find it like the numbers this is why i like doing these type of polls because yeah, the, the polls numbers are good. 
the numbers are weird. The numbers yeah. are weird. Like people are so straight. Like how can you be naturally flirtatious? Uh-huh. And everyone thinks, um, are you, people think like you're flirting with them when you're really not. Yeah. But then you can't tell when someone's flirting well, with you. Well, it's the difference of like being able to, like you uh, being asked about yourself and then being asked about how other people may interact with you. So you're mm. going to downplay or like underplay just in case people don't flirt with you. You're going to underplay that and you're going to maybe more accurately or like your like own like perception of yourself. This is why I just expand the definition of flirting, man. <laughs> Cause if you, if you switch it between like sexual and non-sexual flirting, mm-hmm. then the accuracy just goes up. You just have to tell the difference of like, is this a, is this one of those type of interactions or mm-hmm. is one of these type of interactions? I don't yeah. know. I hear you. But your guy, you, your I thing, you. your situation. Yeah. Honestly, people didn't give like, there was, there were some good answers in here or just like ones that like, honestly, like are typical ones that mm-hmm. I think. What was the question? We all could have, like could have come to, but it just kind of confirmed what I already thought. How do people kind of tend to flirt? Like mm-hmm. the ways in which they do it. The question I asked was, it was an open-ended question. People could type, um, was what's your favorite way to flirt? How do you like to approach flirting? Um, there were a lot of people who said eye contact, which I like, yeah, obviously. But I think too, like girls, cause it was, girls who said this um i think with that like that is like just like it's just like a tried and true way of flirting when you're at a bar and you find some guy attractive you m- make eye contact and then you keep making eye contact so they know to come and approach you See? and if they don't approach you then like then maybe he wasn't too interested and that's kind of like a way that i think any like a really a good way especially if you're like don't know like how to like approach a person or how do you like make someone know that you're interested whatever that's a very like easy way to like warm up and practice and get yourself to be comfortable with like flirting i guess you know you don't have to that doesn't really require you to like granted when they come over you have to have a conversation (laughs) but like the interest is shown you know what i mean oh man that's so funny to me because Uh i'm just thinking about how like how women shoot their shot basically oh my god yeah we (laughs) it's very she left home angry i I looked at him four times he didn't even he didn't approach me and he didn't even approach me honestly not gonna go into the culture war on that one i think it's so interesting because eye contact in and of itself is just so but it's you know, like the, it's the persistent icon. So you know if I a mean? person looks at you multiple times, isn't there like a quality? I will. This is this is the thing, though. I will avoid eye contact at all costs when I'm at like bars and stuff like that, especially without Matt, because and especially with men. Right. <laughs> because like eye contact means a lot when you keep making eye contact with someone that means something, especially like in like I, I mean, it's not like rude to like make eye contact with someone. But like you tend to just not stare at people over and over again. There's assumptions that are made. So if you are consistently making eye contact, that's sending some sort of message. What message? I don't know. But like when you're at like in terms of the context, you're at a bar. People tend that's where people go. They want to meet people. They want to hook up, etc. Consistently making eye contact with someone that's sending a message. But there's is there a type of eye contact? Maybe you're not the one to ask. I would have to ask a guy because I. That's not how I, if you approach people in bars, I'm like approaching people, mm-hmm. not necessarily waiting for like that type of signal. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just no, saying I'm not. That's, that's like, the thing. But so like, I don't eye contact. Well, I know it's a thing that's always said mm-hmm. that it's used like, oh yeah, I flirt with eye contact, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
what does that really look like in practice? Well, maybe it initiates, you know? it opens up the door to like flirtation. It's like the maybe a first step that someone right. can take. If you're not getting cold approached, right, by a guy <laughs> that you approach. find that you find attractive, mm. maybe it's like that's like a way to like signal that like let come over, let's flirt. Let's have a little a little chit chat. Maybe a little smoochy woochy. <laughs> You know what? Just gonna move right along, girl. You're something else. God. Go oh off, Queen God. Jesus Christ. What else are they saying? How else oh are they on the, on the other those hand, ugly ass words. On the other hand, I do have uh, friends who, one person, she said, by being bold and forward, which I've seen that so many times, where like I've gone out with with girls who like will just straight up just like walk up to like the group of guys and just start chatting and then obviously like keep her focus kind of on the guy that she likes mm. maybe the whole group of girls goes up to the whole group of guys and then kind of everyone starts to mingle she starts mingling with the guy that she likes and then engage and that's definitely such an extrovert because the, the girls i see do this are so much more like extroverted for mm -hmm. sure and much more confident in like what they bring to the table they kind of bring that uh, kind of like bold like fearless like kind of like approach fatal type vibe. maybe not entirely it doesn't have to be <laughs> maybe she's not, not trying to murder men like it's not like man eater <laughs> but like but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> why did you jump straight to murder jesus christ oh because i don't know when i think femme fatal i then go to man eater and so i'm like we're not trying to like we're not kill these people we're not trying oh, to like okay. eat these men you right, know what right, i mean right. it's, um, oh man but yeah, so th that being another way, but also like I said, I feel like a lot of these things. So another one of my friends, she said, um, "I j just to not." <laughs> I don't flirt with that. I just don't Ill. flirt. No, they gross. they come to me, and I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. This is so accurate to these people's personalities. I can't be mad at that. You know. And then I I do have to give an honorable mention because I thought this was really hilarious personally, um, and I laughed really hard when I saw this. But one person uh, commented and said, "By showing hole." <laughs> And I just immediately thought of, you know how like cats walk around and they have like their tails up and their buttholes. Uh, dude, that shit, like it should oh not bother God. me as much as it does, but that image it's, is so revolting to me. It's like, well, it's straight and direct to the point. Oh my God. I'm glad we've evolved past oh these things. You, uh, you know what? We're not going to go in. That's oh a tangent we do not have to fulfill. Hilarious. But it's so interesting because I'm like thinking about all the times that girls have approached me in bar situations and settings. Uh -huh. and I'm just like, you know, like what's happening in people's heads yeah. and how they think they're coming off, right? Oh my God. I feel like this is a perfect moment for me to talk about my anecdotal story. Sure. I feel like I had a ton. Wait, wait, before you do that, let me finish my thought. Because, oh. like, it's so funny how uh -huh. people are, are coming off or how they think they're coming off yeah. versus how they actually come off. I'm like, yeah, maybe I have this narrative in my brain of what flirting looks like, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, there's bias there. But this, <laughs> women that approach men at bars are so, like, loud and wrecking ball type and uh, rambunctious. Yeah. So it's like... There's nothing inherently seductive or flirtatious about the way yeah. they do that. Like, what are you guys drinking? I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, for sure. Like, right. But it's like, it's cute and it's uh -huh. fun. It's like, you're not, you don't hate that energy, but it's like, is that, yeah, is that's, that flirting? Right. I don't know. Definitely not but it's also something. good good for them for approaching people right. right it's like it's not an easy thing to do to approach complete strangers and You're like try me. like cultivate like it's not easy to do and it takes 
practice really in order to like get good at it you know mm. um but no speaking of like the way people think that they're coming across and what how it actually comes across um i recently settings still back at uh the store that i work at mm -hmm. there's another customer <laughs> that comes in quite often he he buys stuff every so often so okay, i tolerate so he's a him. good customer yeah gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I tolerate his existence <laughs> um Christ. sweet guy he has a, a great job i don't know that he's a doctor but he works in the medical field makes really good money oh god um an attractive guy he doesn't have like necessarily height on his side entirely but he's like tall enough. Like there's there's a demographic. Like he's not so short, you know. Where it's like he's like average height, like yeah, my height. He probably a little shorter than you. He's probably short. Yeah, he's shorter than you. Yeah, but he's, he's not like five four. Gotcha. Right. Um. Good looking dude. Great job. All these sorts of things. And he always comes in and he's always talking about like wanting to like date women and like his just he always talks about his dating life sure. and he's always talking about like you know the nurse he's like i'll never date a nurse because like you know you, you, can't, you can't date down he was saying like, hey, he's like, in a no like in a hospital like the with a hierarchy no, he's yeah. like if you're gonna date you have to date up i get it but good <laughs> oh is yeah. that like an insult to nurses i apologize no i'm not oh. i don't care about that oh. <laughs> The medical industry insults nurses so aggressively. If you oh. talk to if you talk to medical people, they okay. hate nurses. First of all, but that's neither so here nor much. there. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Okay. My thing is that it's like that's just a wild thing to say. Oh, he <laughs> he, he says a lot of say. wild things. He does say you a lot of wild things. Yeah, oh, for sure, for damn, sure. Bro. Anyways, um, so literally a couple days ago, I he comes in, he's talking to us and whatnot. Not really talking to me, to be honest. Um, and. I leave, I come back and I see him talking because he has a dog. That's like why these people come into the store because we have mm. dog treats. And so they come with their dogs, they give a treat and then we'll chat with them. He's talking to this woman and she has a friend with her who also has a dog um, who came in for treats and their dogs are kind of like playing and like, you know, barking at one another and they're having a conversation and it seems like a cool conversation, whatever. Um, and it's, but it's mainly about the dogs. She kind of walks away throughout the store, or whatever. And he looks to my uh, manager and is like, oh, I think she's kind of cute. Like, ah, oh, like blah, blah, blah. You know, my manager <laughs> says, um, my manager's telling him like, like say something to her, like ask her out. Like, you know, like kind of like encourage him because he seems to be like, he kind of, he comes in, he always like kind of acts like he's like really cool. But like he's I don't. He's not that guy. But he's not. Yeah. But in a way that's like if you just accepted yourself, you would be so much cooler. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He really tries to put on like a front. You can really tell. Anyways, she comes back down. He's kind of standing near the door, and she comes because there's an upstairs. She comes down from the upstairs and she walks she's, as she's walking out the door. He looks at her and he goes, "You have a man." And she turns and she's like, Whoa. like so aggressive. Yeah. So aggressive, and she wow. was like, she was like, huh? And she, you know, you know damn well she heard him. Right. She was trying to figure out. The, the store heard she him. Was, she was, <laughs> oh, man. No one else is in the store this time, thank sure, God. Yeah. But like, we did hear him. Um, and she clearly was trying to figure out an answer. Like, as she, as he was, a, she was like, huh? Like, trying to figure out what to say. And he was like, D do, do you have a man? And she was like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Walks away and leaves the store. And then he goes up to my manager. And he was like, he was like, well, I, I tried and like, and then, and then at one point he was like, he was like, um, 
I'm going to be thinking about that all night. Damn. And he was like, and then he was like, just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going like, to think about it. No, it doesn't bother me at all. You are. And I was like, you are going, yes, you, you are. are. Yes, you are. You're going to be are. thinking about that for the rest of the week. And He's probably just, still thinking about you're it. You're probably still right thinking now. about it. And it really was just a moment where it made me realize like people, and Grant, like I said, I will reiterate, it's so hard to approach a stranger who you find attractive in the wild and like turn that into a seamless, especially as a man, to make a woman comfortable enough to give you her information of any kind, right? right? Like that's just such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, I he's a harmless guy. And like, seems like a, when I talk to him, seems like a relatively good dude. And on paper, high quality. And on paper, high quality. Seems like he has good intentions. He literally, when I saw that, he does not know how to talk to women. Mm-hmm. He had a great opportunity when their dogs were playing and they were chatting and have a conver- having a conversation to try and like cultivate because that's that's the hard part is you have to try in those moments to cultivate enough chemistry right to be playful be flirty you know know how to insert it insert it without being too forward Mm -hmm. to make it so that when you're like hey like like would love like i don't know you have a good energy like i don't know if like you have your have an instagram like i would love to like this is the end or that you know he had a great opportunity to like move that conversation, that initial conversation into a place in which he could ask for her number, ask for her Instagram to maybe take her out on a date, but he didn't know how to take the conversation from our dogs are playing to you're cute and I want to ask you out. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is why I want to challenge this idea, mm-hmm. this resistance that you have that I've noticed in the conversation. Mm-hmm. We've never talked about this before. Yeah. But this is why I want to expand the definition of what flirting is. Yeah. Because if you put so much weight mm-hmm. on flirting and these definitions, these mm-hmm. roles, especially, oh my God. I was going to save this for the next, I keep saying that. Because <laughs> like, that was, there's just so much in this episode yeah. just so in my brain. Yeah. But, People are so damn scared of their mm-hmm. sexuality. Yeah. And they're so damn scared of their desire for things. Yeah. Why that is can be talked about. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really matters. But you wanna you wanna reduce the barriers to mm-hmm. entry as much as possible. Yeah. And if you want this thing right so now you have this goal yeah white picket fence right you have you want a relationship mm-hmm. clearly this man wants a relationship you know, he really right? does <laughs> that's all he's, he's talking so, about like well-intentioned that already mm-hmm. a goal that's outside of your control mm-hmm. so much pressure yeah right mm-hmm. and this dude he's a new he's a nice guy he's doing everything right mm-hmm. he is a desirable individual mm-hmm. by all metrics of desirability mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now the societal pressure of why can't you get a person is Mm -hmm. added. Yeah. Then, like you said, Mm -hmm. how hard it is to approach a person just in general. Yeah. To then you want a positive response. So Mm -hmm. that's even more pressure. Mm -hmm. So how to guide and uh, navigate the interaction so that you have a positive response. So you don't Mm -hmm. make them uncomfortable. So you can make them sexually interested so that you can actually get them. To go on a date with you. That's the goal, right? Right, to see whether it could actually be a thing. And all that before you can even assess whether this person is worth having a long-term relationship. This is That's pounds and pounds and atmospheres Mm -hmm. worth of unnecessary pressure that has most people flirting like that. I don't know if you could call that flirting to begin (laughs) with. Or just like opting not to even try yeah. because they psych themselves out so aggressively yeah so the way i flirt and the way that flirting works for me is that i just made flirting 
uh, aspect of my personality. It's not necessarily an aspect of my character per se. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very adverse to people, yeah. as you may or may not know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I'm an ext- extrovert, but I don't like interacting with people. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of interacting with people. Right. Actually, interacting with people stresses me out. Mm-hmm. But hey, what did I just say? You've incorporated flirting. Ah, yes. I've incorporated flirting into my personality such that the conver- the conversationality of it mm-hmm. and the way to flow interactions to a point where intent is possible yeah. becomes really easy. Mm-hmm. Because flirting, like I was saying before, looks a lot like fun conversation. Yeah. There's really no difference between a really fun, high-energy conversation mm-hmm. and a really fun, high-energy conversation with sexual intent. Yeah, Optically verbagely mm-hmm. verbage verbiage verbiagely mm-hmm. and basically everything but the physical and the intention mm-hmm. are almost exactly the same mm. so why would you waste the time to make or not waste the time but why would you psych yourself out and stress yourself out making one thing matter so much more mm-hmm. when they could both matter the exact same and you're much eat you're much more able to do a certain aspect of it yeah. friendly flirting mm-hmm making conversations more interesting mm-hmm. making um or adding a different element of your personality mm-hmm. a little more banter to a situation to make it more engaging mm-hmm. those are all things to me that are the foundation of flirting yeah and then when you put the intent mm-hmm. like oh now i find this person attractive mm-hmm. and you add that with a confident demeanor and mm-hmm. a like more touchy feely proximity closeness all those things Mm -hmm. then you get a dynamic that's sexually charged yeah but flirting in itself doesn't necessarily have to be sexually charged Mm. yes or no i mean i like also even with what you're saying right now i i think based off of personal experience or even using this guy as an example i even see the whole like I see it flipped as well of like incorporating flirting into your personality rather it's be like just having a personality or having your personality being genuine and like who you are as like Mm -hmm. a person. And in that, like you kind of naturally, like the problem that I saw with this person was that, and I've noticed it even past conversations I'd have with him. Mm -hmm. He is so unwilling and fighting so, so hard to be himself. He is just like so aggressively rejecting himself. That's so and sad. like no, it's really <laughs> sad. So sad. You can tell when you speak with him. Like even that comment where he's like I'm going to be thinking about this all night. Ha, oh, JK, no I'm not. I don't I don't care about women. Like I don't this goes off my shoulder. No. You're someone where this this sort of thing does like matter to you. Homie is in pain. <laughs> Yeah, like he's like just so unwilling to admit, like what we were saying in the what was it the confidence episode? Admit mm-hmm. to yourself who you really who are. You are bro. You're he's not like, that guy. He's so like aggressively like denying himself, and it's really unfortunate. It's not doing himself any favors mm-hmm. in the dating space because if he was maybe existing, and I found this for myself. Um, that like when I think of like when like when I was single and I was like out and like flirting and whatnot or like flirting with guys I was dating, what was I doing? It was I was and even the examples of the people that commented and who what I know about them as people. It really aligns with just who I am as a person. I'm adding that extra level of like seduction, that extra level of like 
what you were saying, what you were saying, like the eyes, the touch here, touch there at these moments, et cetera, et cetera. You're adding that certain level to then make it more flirty. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of just being myself and I find that I have a natural chemistry with this person. So I'm able to then bring in that level. Mm. If he was able to be more himself in that moment, he was talking to his girl while their dogs were playing, he could maybe see whether they even had like a natural flirty banter to then like take it to that next level. Or she would have reciprocated that. Mm. And you could just walk away just, knowing she with wasn't your really- dignity intact. With your dignity intact. <laughs> For sure, exactly. But you could tell he just wasn't really being himself. He was thinking too hard mm. about it. And he was what he was thinking about was what would a confident guy say or do? Yeah. And his perception of what a confident guy would say or do versus what an actual <laughs> confident guy would say or do are two completely different things because they're individual. It's right. indivi like it's, it's specific right. to that person. That's so crazy too, because um, there's this thing that I was looking, as I was pre preparing for this episode, there's a guy He's um, a psychologist who helps men like get out of their head. Mm -hmm. And it was like flirting 100%, seduction 100%. The difference between being flirtatious mm -hmm. and being creepy <laughs> is how much you are internally motivated. Yeah. So if okay. you're completely encapsulated inside what is in your brain and what's happening, you're defeating your you're defeating the purpose of flirting because mm. flirting has to be externally motivated. Mm. You have to be completely obsessed and enamored with what's in front of you mm. to the point that you want to put it or you, to the point where you want to put yourself in a position to explore what that is. Yeah. And people feel that. It's palpable when a person mm -hmm. like is so enamored by you. Mm -hmm. People love feeling that they're attractive to people. Mm. Totally. And if you have that mutuality, obviously, then flirtation is also like this, not necessarily a guarantee, but it's, um, what's, what's not a guarantee? It's like the suggestion mm -hmm. of like this fun little moment that you guys, like this journey yeah. you guys can go on together. Totally. And I'm speaking from the male perspective. Women really love not having to think about whether their night is going to be fun or not. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you can like suggest that hanging out with you and you're like, you can like, oh, I hang out with me. Your night is going to be really interesting and really fun. Mm -hmm. You're more likely to get a girl to interact with you. Yeah. Versus if you're like, what do I have to do? Yeah. To be this flirtatious individual. Right. Hey, girl. Hey, you girl. got a man? You got a man. <laughs> you oh. got a man. My heart broke in that moment when I heard it. I literally. <laughs> oh, my God. So poor guy. That's kind of no, crazy. No, I, I really do feel bad for him, like genuinely. Because like I said, he's like on paper. He's got it going on. It's a, it's wild. It's wild indeed. Wild indeed. <laughs> wild indeed. Poor people. But like I said, that's why I, th I think, I don't know. I think a lot of, well, people can flirt and not really know who they are, so to speak, right? So maybe that's like probably completely yeah, inaccurate. That, I feel like... <laughs> No one, no one before the age of like thirty, right? People before the age of yeah. thirty are definitely mm -hmm. are definitely flirting. Yeah, and <laughs> they're definitely flirting. Not well, probably. But there's definitely like a certain level of like confidence. I don't know that you because like even like I said, I keep going back to that situation because it was like there was clearly a lack of like confidence, like or self confidence, and you can be. Like, you know, 
21 year old me was a very confident person did i know who i was as a person no yeah. but you can still be confident you know in what you have and what i have just, i know what i was working with right, and i worked right. with and it the accordingly work, the, work the <laughs> fuck out of that shit working to the bone <laughs> low-key yeah and uh, confidence does have a lot to do with flirting because you're mm-hmm. putting up going back to what i was saying before uh-huh. flirting is bringing your personality to a situation yeah if you're ashamed of who you actually are mm-hmm. and you're trying to be something that you're not mm-hmm. you're not gonna flirt well you're not yeah. gonna be genuine in that experience. it's gonna come across as like weird or disingenuous mm-hmm. yeah because you're trying to be something flirting isn't being something it's mm-hmm. not even really embodying something yeah it's just at its very basic level mm-hmm. it's just approaching a person to have a conversation mm. And doing that in such a way that isn't awkward and isn't demanding. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to receive anything from them. Mm -hmm. You are actually giving. Yeah. You're giving attention. You're giving intent. Mm -hmm. On its most extreme, you're giving desire. Yes. And it has to... It has to not be dependent on whether or not it's reciprocated. Totally. And that is flirting at its finest. Mm. Because it's for you... In the sense that it's like, oh man, this is so hard to explain. <laughs> it's for you in the sense that you are putting yourself out there in an, uh, an attempt to enjoy yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it has to just like end there. Mm-hmm. And if it reciprocates, mm-hmm. then that's just like icing on the cake. Right. But the whether or not you participate in it can't mm-hmm. be dependent on some outcome. Yeah. Because the outcome is outside of your control and if you're worried about the outcome then you're focusing on mostly trying to qualify and soothe some un um some some rejection that hasn't happened yet Mm. basically yeah and what's the point of doing that if you aren't even approaching people to be rejected yeah (laughs) yeah like for me like there's always like some sort of like intent of like desire as Mm. you had stated like that word better than like sexual um but there is there always there to me is like some like intent of desire behind that when you flirt Mm. that's just like my opinion um yeah so how does that translate to the playfulness in relationship in relations miss i'm in a whole ass relationship for two years and i am cultivating flirtation yeah and playfulness with my mans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so let us know (laughs) what i need answers what was the question again (laughs) Look, okay, because look, I mean, I, like, well, how do you do it, and why is it important? That's the question. Okay, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think this is something that like we still like work at, right? I don't like, and it's also one of those things. Okay, I'm just trying to. I'm make sure I don't, I'm not saying too much. Different question. Different question. Flirting when you're dating uh-huh. and single in the in the world mm-hmm. versus flirting in a relationship. How is yeah. that different in your opinion? Oh. Um, well, I mean, I guess like there has to be an aspect of like, there's an aspect where you do need to bring in like different ways to like come at your partner mm. because you already know they desire you, you know, mm. like that's like the assumption, right? You're together, you're in a relationship, you love one another, you're building a life together, et cetera. You know that they, like you're having regular sex, you know, like, so it's like you already know that they desire you. So you have to sometimes get a little bit more creative and sometimes more intentional about the ways in which, and maybe a combination of both, right? Of ways in which you like flirt and come at your partner, you know? So like, I think 
like for me, like even when I was saying like in the New Year's episode of like I want to flirt with Matt more, um, for me, it was genuinely just like actually being more playful in my relationship. Matt will agree with this. I'm glad he's not here because he would literally just go off about, he's just so much more playful than I am. Mm, he is. He's a- Can he, confirm. Yeah, can confirm. He is a golden retriever, loves to play. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just not the same. Like I'm just so much more just like kind of, I'm just, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm is that kind just of, like a temperament thing? I think, it might, I think it is a temperament thing. Mm -hmm. I'm also more introverted. So when I'm, and he's very much included in my inner space at this mm -hmm. point. So does that, that like, introversion even really count at that point? Well, for me, when I'm like by myself, I'm kind of just, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Mm -hmm. I really am just chilling. So when I'm with him and we're together days at a time where I'm just chilling and it, he wants to be a little silly goose mm -hmm. you're not goosing and i'm not goosing i wasn't goosing i have goose a lot more and she's goosing now I'm, <laughs> I'm confused i'm confused i thought i knew what was going on hey, don't but worry. Now i'm really confused don't worry about it i made these words and these terms and now i don't know what they mean anymore. don't worry about sweetheart don't worry about it that's crazy <laughs> what just happened <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh God. he's goosing now <laughs> if you know what I mean I doubt I really doubt but anyway oh Jesus Christ um, but yeah I think going back to like being more um, creative about like the way in which like there's something to be said about like Matt like there's like you get into a relationship and like you kind of do like I said, you already know you kind of desire one another. You do the usuals, like you're beautiful. You look great today. You The usual compliments and the usual uliftings and stuff like that. That like, oh, I feel special. I feel cute. I feel good. Mm, um, but there's something to be said about every once in a while, like, I don't know, like Matt just throwing out like, just some, like, just, I am so into you right mm. now. Or just like something, just shifting it sometimes every once in a while. And in a way that's like, oh, like, wow, like it feels like you're like really desiring me mm. all over again in a new way. It feels very fresh. Gotcha. Um, and I think how you make it fresh is coming at it. You you change the levels of energy. You change the the way that you do it, um, the context in which you do it. Um, and then also too, like, yeah, which, but that, but that does require like a lot of like in, intentionality with that, right? Um, and even then creating that space in which you can be more like, seductive and, and whatnot in those ways so out of my own curiosity mm -hmm. why does it change what do you from mean? the beginning of the relationship if the if the goal is playing and maybe this might just be a temperament thing for you mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. but if you can extrapolate it to the general population mm -hmm. i think this might be a universal situation yeah. where the playfulness does change over time yeah things get more serious like we were saying before mm -hmm. So you're saying that you have to be more intentional with the playing. Yeah. Fair. But why is it different than the beginning of the relationship? Well, because there's so much novelty at the beginning is that of the, the relationship. The flirting at the beginning is just mostly a byproduct of novelty. The well, like there I think I think that has a I think that energy that's so like easily created mm. when two people are tr attracted to one another, like there's there is a freshness to that. There's like, this is a new person, new energy. I'm excited. Like there's, yeah, there's a lot of novelty in that. Whereas like, it's not that you don't desire your partner. You don't feel all these feelings with them, but 
it's you we're we are human at the end of the day you do get used to like the everyday like stuff so if you're approaching things in the everyday way it's like it becomes almost monotonous mm. and then also on top like on top of that like as you develop a serious relationship you're having serious conversations you're engaging in like and uh, like each other's like traumas and and, and what, like there's like you were dealing with a lot of deep stuff as well right mm -hmm. um and so you can kind of get at least for us and I, like i said we're very like big overthinkers can really get caught up like we're the opposite of those people who can't take anything serious we mm. take everything so seriously um, <laughs> so for us it's like okay well we have to like kind of bring our heads out of the water and be like okay but like we can we also have a lot of fun with one another gotcha. not that we don't have fun we have lots of fun with each other every single day like it's not that we don't have that like banter and that back and forth we have great fun conversations on a daily basis why i love him so much um but there that that aspect of it there's no like seduction behind those conversations um there's no yeah there's none of that like intrigue that you were talking about um but there does there need to be for it to be playful no not always yeah. not always and that's why i'm like there is a difference between like playfulness and like um flirting for me right um and bringing in that aspect you do have to kind of be aware and intentional about bringing that freshness into the relationship because mm. if you're doing the same things all the time well, like i said we're human we get used to that that thing and it's it doesn't carry the same weight it doesn't carry the same energy when it's done over and over and you got to switch things up as one does in all so many aspects right. of life right? Right, right believe me i am <laughs> well aware of right. switching things up right believe you me <laughs> It's just so interesting. Yeah. I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around it. I'm definitely willing for my mind to be changed or expanded upon. Oh, no, I don't think like what you're saying, like, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't think yeah. there's any like major thing that I'm like, all right, about <laughs> this thing is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, no, nah. it's just for me personally. Yeah. In my adult life, my context for relationships longer than two years mm -hmm. is lacking. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't have enough personal reference to have an idea of how I would be in a situation that persisted for mm -hmm. as long as yours has. Yeah. But I'm like the playfulness of desire to me, desire mm -hmm. is like we, with the entire conversation we we're having mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Uh, this desire to me is the game. Mm -hmm. That's the playfulness mm -hmm. and what it looks like in the, the short, the shorter term things mm -hmm. that I've been in and the different people that I've been in those things with mm -hmm. it's, playful mm -hmm. but that playfulness is so variant within mm -hmm. that desire yeah if that makes sense it does i think i think what it is for me is calling attention because like i said it's not as if that desire is not there mm -hmm. we ha you have like you know what i mean like it's like implicit with, for with the your, relationship right yeah. it's expected it's it's assumed right we're together we're you know hopefully you're you and your partner in a relatively healthy relationship you want to be there you mm -hmm. are attracted to the person so the desire and the the for your partner is assumed but it's calling attention to that mm -hmm. like where the intentionality is calling attention to that desire it, it adds like a freshness to it so it's, I think, it's taking away the assumption yeah no it's like it's the literal it's the literal reversal mm -hmm. of how things were at the beginning right like you were saying yeah if you the the implication and the fun 
is really trying to figure out if the desire is there mm-hmm. and the flirtation is mm-hmm. how you um, explore that not necessarily explore it, but it's how you reveal it imply mm. it because totally. flirting in and of itself flirting mm-hmm. taking homeboy as an example again he's just yeah. the sacrificial lamb for today's podcast yeah. <laughs> um why was his flirting situation so bad yeah it was too explicit yeah it was too over the top it mm-hmm. was too direct yeah flirting totally. Is like if I could use a word in replacement, not replacement, mm-hmm. in replacement for flirting, mm-hmm. it would be implication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subtle yeah. implication. Totally. And ambiguity, mm-hmm. as we were so <laughs> skillfully talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and really, you trying to grapple with the idea mm-hmm. of whether or not this person is as into you as you think they are and the game and the fun and the play Mm -hmm. is or i should say the seduction of it Mm -hmm. is how much you can reveal without actually revealing and how much they can get you to reveal Mm -hmm. and how much you guys can say the thing the Mm -hmm. quiet part out loud without saying the quiet part out loud because the moment you ruin it and you're like, oh, I want to see your titties. Or do you have a man? Right. Well, I was like, well, that's not sexy. Uh, that's yeah, completely weird. deflated. Like, oh yeah. my god, we were having so much fun. Yeah. But all of a sudden, now it's over the top. Yeah. People enjoy this uncertainty that is cultivated within the realm of desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, uncertainty in a long term relationship is not a good thing to have. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Not what I want. <laughs> no, thank I you. I remember. I remember that. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, uncertainty is not the thing. Yeah. And wow, man, this conversation could have went so differently if I, I realized this mm-hmm. before we started. Because this is a thing. This is like the nature of my argument for short-term relationships mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. At some point. In Q2. I'm preparing it. Uh, ready. Okay. Indeed. For sure. <laughs> Because the fight for long-term relationships while you're getting into them mm-hmm. is the pursuit of security, certainty. Yeah. But the the pull, the draw, mm-hmm. the reason why you participate, right. the energy, the fuel, mm-hmm. I would say, for human interaction is that uncertainty. Right. Uncertainty is the foundation for desire because mm-hmm. if you know things too much, you're too mm-hmm. familiar, you take that shit for granted, whatever. Yeah. Um. But you need the security so you can have the babies. You yeah. can do the thing. You can maintain right. a long-term interaction. So you can survive against the environment together. Mm-hmm. You need certainty. Right. Human beings are so annoying. When I think about mm-hmm. this, I always get annoyed. Because like, well, but if the thing that makes me want to be here is uncertainty. But mm-hmm. the thing that I need to be here is certainty. Why? It's a mindset. Why? Why? Yeah. Why the? Why the? It's like, how do you maintain How those? do? How do you do this? Right. Um. Your method is the reversal, which is by calling attention to the agreed upon certainty, you Mm -hmm. reshape it in a way that becomes less certain. Mm -hmm. It's not uncertain per se. Right, right. But it's definitely not as certain as like, yeah, I know you love me. Right. But I love you like this now. Mm -hmm. Oh, and maybe I love you like this now. (laughs) And maybe I love you like this now. You know? Right. Fun. Interesting. (laughs) See, you're already, even the idea, you're like Uh already there. Gotcha. Versus the way I think about it, because maybe I haven't persisted that long, Mm -hmm. um, is reshaping the uncertainty, Mm -hmm. but still keeping it. I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's even possible for a relationship that that's long. Maybe Mm -hmm. not for most people. Yeah. Maybe not for the 
most anxious among us. Maybe that's not a good thing because, again, most people with anxiety need that fucking certainty. You're right. <laughs> and they need to know without a shadow of a doubt that yeah. you're into me, right? Right. Maybe I'm not today. Oh my god! And maybe that's not as sexy as you want it to be. No, but to it's me, not. but to it's me, not. like maybe like it's a little rough around the edges. But I yeah. wonder if I could like reshape it in a way that can maintain that like that little that little nugget yeah. of maybe he's not as intimate as he's been saying this entire time. I think it's maybe more for women. It's like it's more so of like almost like I could be wrong. This is just my my thought that just came into my brain mm-hmm. just now. Uh, more of like a and obje- being objectified by your partner to a degree less so about like I feel like for maybe a like to main so to speak to maintain like this flirty and certainty nature in the relationship to like maintain that the dynamic maybe as a man would less be less about acting as if you're not into the woman but more so like I want you because I desire you like almost sort of like kind of towing that line of objectifying, but it's sexy. Whereas like the woman, it may be more of a thing of like, chase me. I'm mm. let, let's see if I want you today. That could be completely wrong. I'm that's also kind of going based off of like very like stereotypical, like Traditional male, dynamics, female dynamics. Yeah. Um, the way I was thinking about it was kind of the conversation that we're going to have about infidelity mm-hmm. and the threat of the third. Right. So not necessarily not the nugget that I'm trying to manifest and cultivate in my future Mm -hmm. relationship that doesn't Mm -hmm. exist yet is in that same realm Mm -hmm. of never really taking your partner for granted because Mm -hmm. he could be with another person. I see. I see. But it's not necessarily like I know he loves me. Yeah. But is he going to stay with me? Mm, I see. Is he going to do something outside of the bounds of this relationship? And, you know, as I'm saying this out loud, I realize (laughs) this is like, that's such a hard thing to cultivate without the other things that comes Mm. with that. Yeah. Like, why are you acting in a way that's making your partner that insecure? Right. But how much of that insecurity is like good insecurity Mm. and not good insecurity? Yeah, like a recognizing that, like, mm-hmm. oh, my partner is like a catch. Mm-hmm. He could if and, he wanted to. I know he's not going to, but he could if he wanted to. And yeah, I need to make sure I maintain this and secure mm-hmm. this because I don't want to lose this. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something there. Once you do the security thing, mm-hmm. it stops being a game. Yeah, it stops being playful. Yeah. Why is it emotion? Is that this? Is that the thing? Mm. Is that really the thing? I don't know. I don't really want it to be a game. Like I'm thinking like in my like, it's just like funny hearing you say that because I'm, I'm here, right? In my relationship. And I'm like, I, that just doesn't sound appealing to me. It doesn't mean that like we don't have like these levels of like desire, like all these things that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But like, and, and maybe in ways unknown to me, th- that aspect is like an undercurrent of our relationship. But I don't think so at all. And I also, it doesn't sound appealing to like keep up the game, right? That is kept up while you're in like a dating phase with someone or while you're just like kind of dating around in general. Dating forever is not appealing to you. No. Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, not at all. Like, that's just not something you like, oh God, no. I'm very, yeah, I'm very happy. But and what if that mindset is the issue? What if that's what we're talking about right now? Well, I, I mean, sure. You're talking about like dating your partner, ma- maintaining that Perpetually. like. Yeah. No, I, I'm totally there. I agree with you. I'm there with you about dating the my partner. But like, 
I don't know. I just like maybe like why maybe is I the beginning of a relationship the- so different than the two year mark? Because I, I literally can't answer that question yeah. for myself. I definitely, I, look, I see what you're saying. And I do agree that there are, like, how do you maintain what was kind of that energy that was had, like, at the beginning of the relationship? Mm. I do understand what you're saying. And I do agree. Like, those themes even I, like, think about and talk about with Matt, right? Like, how do we, like, continue to maintain that as we mm. grow together Like, as the a things couple? that should change should change. Right. Should those things be different? What, what things should change and what things should we try and Precisely. make sure that energy maintains? Precisely. It took a while. We got there. Yes. We're on the same I page see, now. Yes, I see. <laughs> I got caught up on the word game. I'm yeah. like, bitch, <laughs> if you playing games with me, no. I'm, still I years. literally am over the games. I'm over the games. <laughs> language is so crazy, yeah. man. That's the second time we had a discussion like yeah. that about the language. <laughs> language. The language. But yeah, so... I don't know, man. I don't know because the process, the process is where the energy is. Mm -hmm. That's where the playfulness exists. Mm -hmm. When you switch it up, the novelty of Mm -hmm. the switch up that you guys just had is, I would argue, the same novelty that is the novelty of when you guys started. Mm -hmm. So you have to re-novelize it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely was a new, yeah, it was a new space that we were engaging in together. And maybe this is or so engaging the space in a new way. Right. But like, maybe like it's kind of impossible to maintain novelty as you become familiar because mm-hmm. it defeats the purpose of becoming familiar. Mm-hmm. And maybe the only way to maintain novelty is to revamp like you guys are doing. Well, I, don't, I wonder if there is a way within the process and the concept and the context of a long-term relationship to maintain some sense of novelty in perpetuity. Is that even possible? I don't know. To the listeners, I'm really just just thinking yeah. out loud. I'm really trying to grapple with this idea. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I do think that it's a very important form of um, love and it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. It's a very necessary form of love because how freaking boring is it to be overly familiar yeah no totally goodness and that's really the crux of the issue you see these people these again like i said at the beginning of this freaking episode relationships don't look fun yeah y'all be making these shits not look fun at all not you you're fine (laughs) you make them look a different way that's a separate issue um but most people do not they don't look like they're having fun in these relationships Mm -hmm. and i'm just like why why are you with a person for three damn years? Well, that's I think three that's a damn years of your life, and you look like you're not enjoying it. And like, not I think that's to kind say, of a, I think that's kind of a separate conversation, though. Why people pick who they pick? Why people stay? I don't. I don't stay. think so. What my my thing? I'm talking about people who are, you see the start of the relationship. The relationship's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but they're not having fun. Yeah, like life is life is really like they're fighting life, and life is winning low key. Yeah, and just like is that just a byproduct of the age group that we're in and people just struggling to survive maybe they don't have time for fun mm. me personally i think if i was in a relationship i would be having a lot more fun than what it seems like people are having mm. they don't seem like they're enjoying themselves yeah maybe that has to do with their partner maybe that has to do with something else Bro, i don't fucking know i don't know either i don't know <sighs> well that's the ramblings of gem for a little bit <laughs> I'm relative. Am I concerned? I don't know, bro. That's neither here nor there. Play is important in relationships. Flirting is important. 
In human interaction. In human interaction. Even though Liv does not agree. Or Renee does not agree. I just don't think it's flirting. I just, <laughs> it's I, okay. it's, I just don't. I'm I, not going to die on that hill. It's fine. <laughs> I just, I think it's like semantics. Like I know exactly what you're saying. And I agree with like the actions of the things, but I just, uh, the way that you're defining why it. Why do we argue about words so much? That's such an interesting thing. Like we don't argue about literally anything. Yeah. And now I've discovered that we argue about words. Yeah. This is a new well, development because, for me. Because that's the only thing we can argue about. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Probably. For the most part. Wrapping it all up, bringing it together. Flirting's interesting. Flirting's really, really interesting because I don't think most people really know how to do it. Mm. But I don't think it's hard to do. It's simple, but like difficult for people. Mm -hmm. And maybe like you were saying, that's a confidence thing and a relationship with oneself idea that mm -hmm. they don't really have a lot of mm, they don't really have a lot of access yeah definitely to, can get in the way mm, so if i did to, to i guess give a little bit of a tip on how to flirt mm -hmm. outside of the confidence realm is um only try to flirt with people that take you out of your brain mm. which sounds counterintuitive mm. Because the moment you see someone you're attracted to, mm -hmm. you're immediately, immediately in your head. Your head. Yeah. You're immediately in your head. Yeah. Like clockwork. But there, I know as a man, and all the guys listening to this can understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. There's a girl that makes things just, I know this. I just experienced this actually very recently. A girl that just makes things, like you don't think about anything, mm -hmm. but how beautiful the girl that's in front of you is. Yeah. And everything just falls into play when you're not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You look in her eyes because her eyes are so captivating. <laughs> wow. You know, you look, yeah. you, you, you respond to what she's saying totally. because you're so interested in it. Yeah. You want to take her out because she's beautiful enough to take out. And a Hell girl yeah. that makes you feel like that. Y'all be flirting kings, riz gods. I'm saying <laughs> y'all don't understand. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's what you gotta. That's what you gotta find. Not be. Don't shy away from the from the intrigue of life. Mm -hmm. Because what else do you have as an adult? Mm -hmm. You're gonna go to an arcade. You're gonna play video games. Yeah. As far as human interaction goes, flirting's all we got, low key. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think flirting with people. I think that can even this might be confirming your thing um but flirting like with people who you because i remember like even we right when i like my early 20s like i would flirt with people who i didn't care to like be with or i wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily attracted to but we had like a good energy yeah. so i would kind of capitalize that on practice and get do, like, your banter up capitalize on how to do yeah. it so when it so, actually matters you're right you got some so shit you in your know, repertoire right yeah you know where that baseline source energy is in order to um but like i'm i'm trying to tell you right now like i was intentionally change shifting that taking what was already a good natural energy with someone and intentionally shifting it into a flirting way because there's no stakes attached to it. And then that way, like you're saying, when it mattered, I can kind of harness and like, and uh, call back to that energy and try and cultivate that in a, with a person that I was actually attracted My to. My thing in that is that why don't you just do that with everything? So that there's no sure. stakes attached to anything says the single man <laughs> right hey man don't let my current situation fool you 
That well, shit just, has worked saying, for like, me. That shit yeah. has worked for me. No, Renee. I, as a single person, I think that's that's yeah. You're totally no. I agree. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm talking. I'm talking about the single people. Yes, these are the people trying to get into relationships. The this stakes have to be low. The stakes have to be non-existent. There's already too many stakes. Yes, this is true. I agree. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. With that being said, then. If you want to see our beautiful faces a lot more, then I suggest you uh, follow our Instagram. Maybe take a look at our TikTok, our YouTube, subscribe over there, and um, maybe like our Facebook page for just good measure, you know? Good measure. That's your freaking (laughs) Facebook page, man. (laughs) Still post on it. I'm still Uh, I post our reels. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm Jem. And I'm Renee. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to be done talking about flirting I'm over it <laughs> And we're the intellectual Signing off until next time God damn Bye <laughs> Bye <laughs>